KBUT, the butt, New Las Vegas Radio. Get ready to feel something. You're listening to Dr. Whoever. Boom. U.S. Naval Observatory Master Clock. At the tone, Eastern Standard Time, 17 hours, 4 minutes, 15 seconds. Universal Time, 22 hours, 4 minutes, 20 seconds. I could spare a little time. U.S. Naval Observatory Master Clock. K-B-U-T. The Butt. New Las Vegas Radio. This is the Doctor Who Ever Project. Stand by. This is the Doctor Who Ever Project. It is December 20th, 2021. Five days till Christmas. No matter what you're listening on, Spotify, iTunes, Google, go ahead and follow us so you can get every show. Don't miss them. support animal and get ready for a dose of reality. You're stuck on KBUT, the butt. This is Dr. Whoever. Hey, Dr. Whoever, let's get this show on the road. Boom. Well, hello, Mr. Jesse. Hey, Dr. Whoever, how are you? I'm good, how are you? I'm good, I'm good. No, I'm getting, uh... Getting so close to Christmas over there. Oh my! There we go. Ooh, that was that was like try some Christmas, Christmas music. music. I know. <laughs> Goodness gracious! I might cut that out. All right. <laughs> so let's play some jingle bells. <laughs> five days, and it's so strange because five days of Christmas, we start hearing about like, or all this like COVID stuff on the news, and some cruise ship just had a bunch of people Royal Caribbean just had a bunch of people test positive for COVID, and then. I'm like, so what's going on with like, your brother? Is he coming? You know, what's happening? You know, and then you get a phone call and says his boyfriend had COVID possibly. <laughs> it's just like, yeah, I mean, it's, it's kind of weird. It's it's kind of like, um, it's coming around. It's, it, it's kind of shitty because it kind of feels like a recap from, from last year, like during Christmas time where everybody was canceling their plans. Yeah. You know, last year, you know, both of us didn't, you know, didn't spend time with family at all during the holidays because of COVID. And it kind of feels like. We were kind of coasting, kind of. It was like yeah, hitting it. Like yet, it like was a, getting more we were, normal. We were driving, and there was like a yellow light, so you were just making it through. And I just feel like the red light is just like starting to to creep up on us right in the middle huh. of the intersection, and things are starting to close down. It's starting to. I feel like it's we're, we're starting to be back to where we were before, and there's so much uncertainty with um, like sporting events. And oh, they're canceling just, you know, all kinds of things, like the rocket, um, not the, whatever the, um, the rockets or whatever in New York. They canceled. They canceled a couple of football games. I think they canceled some NBA games. Yeah, and if a lot of people remember, um, like Europe's kind of a precursor to how things mm-hmm. happen it's here. True. We're seeing countries in Europe starting to close down and having mass mandates outdoors again. And you know, I mean, we were usually three to four weeks behind them. Oh, so God. it's it's. No one is looking forward to to being in this situation, and apparently, like everybody knows, this the new variant is is more more aggressively spread. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, hopefully, everybody has had the opportunity to, to get their vaccine and get their. That's the thing. Now it's like, eh, come on, people. You know, if you don't have it by now, it's not my fault. Like, I can't just I can't just ruin the rest of my life, and people can't just live in this misery and live in this limbo of what they can do and they can't do because a couple people just want to wear this this badge of honor i mean and like yeah you know be like I, happy about that I they're think, not uh, vaccinated I, I think you can kind of see where where certain public opinion is at is like is i think i just saw an interview donald trump you know i try not to talk about the former president as much as as i did before but he was he was yeah exactly he was before a crowd being interviewed and you know it was brought up as like oh i I had my booster what about you you know mr president and he's all yeah i I have i have i've had my booster and the crowd literally starts booing him he's he's like oh yeah he's like oh wait hey hey 
Um, it's almost the first time I've heard him acknowledge, you know, having the vaccine. This is the first that's, time I've heard him say he had a booster, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah. So what we're seeing is like his he's created this like whole momentum to not get vaccinated and, you know, you know, don't wear a mask. And now we're seeing we're going through the same situation as we were before. And the thing is, is like the, the, the people that I feel like the most um compassion for their healthcare providers oh, yeah. and these and these small businesses that may have to close down again just because people were refusing to get vaccinated even though the option is is absolutely free 100 free. free and we know that it works and it's you know and, I'm, I'm, I mean. and you can't argue with and someone also said to me before is like you can't have a conversation with someone that doesn't believe in science because right. it's going to get you nowhere. And it's a waste you know I mean? of your Cause, time. Because if we're if we're talking about you know like the FDA and CDC and universities and studies don't are all lies and fake. There's nowhere. There's no ground for us to even have a conversation anymore because you're just talking about the fabrics of our whole country are, are just fabricated in lies. Which so there's so many have, people you can't that, have that conversation. There's so many people that just don't understand how things work in this country and. And that I think there's people out there that really like this. They kind of they don't want it to get better. It's like a I think they see it as like they kind of went off to war and they got COVID, you know, and like oh well, oh when you got COVID, oh I got COVID back a couple months ago. Oh, when did you get COVID, Charlie? Oh Billy, you had COVID. Oh it's like oh we all yay. It's like they went to war or something. They're coming back and having a little parade because um, so many people do make it, and it's it's like they're happy about it almost. I feel like they're proud that they had COVID. Do you see? Have you seen this? Yeah, I mean, it's like, it's like a, a weird uh, badge of honor. Yeah, it's like a weird to club. To be but but in the or thing something. is, the thing is, like we have to keep in mind also is like no one knows what like what COVID re- you know the effects oh, of yeah. COVID. What's I heard be somebody like say they can't smell for six years from now. Like so, getting COVID just because you know, yeah, you, you might survive. I mean, what are the after effects of that? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, so. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, we're 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 back to to last year. It feels like, and it, and it's kind of unfortunate because we had this bit of normalcy. The economy was kind of coming back on track, and you know, there's jobs. There's everywhere you go, they're looking to hire people. There so are job people, postings people all can, over the place. People can get a job and provide oh, yeah. for themselves and their families. So it's kind of nice that there's opportunities out there again. And it just it's scary to think that you know we could be headed towards you know, where we were before and just because... I mean, we're definitely, we're definitely going there, but I I mean, I said it before though, I don't think we're going to shut down, but I mean, this time there's vaccines and all, but, and and they did have a win recently where, um, like if you have a hundred people or more, the business has to have them vaccinated, like that did, like they got a win there finally, so... I mean, yeah. we'll see where it all goes. Yeah, you, I don't know, know. you know what's funny, Dr. Weber? I think like a couple months ago, I, I brought up to you, was like, I think we should stop talking about COVID. Man. I think people are tired <laughs> no, right? of talking about this. I and was tired of talking about and it. Yeah, and, it, and it just seems like we just can't stop talking about it because it, won't it's, go away. it just won't go away. And the people that are so tired of it, they're the ones that are like not taking the vaccine and, you know... And then you're like, oh, yeah, we talked to your relatives and talked to them about what's going on. Like, I feel like they released some of these January 6th text messages... And all like kind of purposefully, but right before the holiday, so people could go and you know tell Uncle Charlie, be like, hey, um, you know, do you see that? You see that stuff on the news? Ah, oh, you can't, you can't lie about that, right? Like, oh, you know, I really think they did that purposefully to like stir some discussion between people. Yeah, and I agree with that, but I still feel like if you're if you're embedded in your your trenches, it's, your opinion is not going to change. You you've been. Um vindicated by having people on platforms that agree with what you have to say and you're kind of just like holding strong people are always looking for someone to back them up like to back up their views that they may may think are wrong and And they even know they're wrong but they're like oh well that person kind of agrees with me so so that's but that's what these people on tv are selling they're selling agreeability yeah i kind of feel like you know when you were in school and you had the wrong answer and your teacher's like well this is the right answer because of science and math Mm -hmm. and and I feel like you People know like, that Who was says? That, yeah that was an answer before. It's right. like, oh okay, I'm wrong. Now, now like, I feel what? like well, nope, fake news. No, that's not true. I don't believe real. it. You prove it. You know, I have this information. There's nothing so real anymore. There's longer. no, there's no reality anymore to what mm-hmm. is real anymore for certain people. So there's, it's difficult to engage in a conversation with someone that is in that position. I agree. What do you want to get in some new new news that you need to know? Yes, please. All right, we'll be right back. We're going to do the new new news that you need to know right here on the Doctor Whoever Project. Hey everybody, come on in. Tell me, 
I don't know if this one's really good news or not, but Philadelphia, where I live for a short time, um, they are now going to require vaccines to get into bars, restaurants, and indoor sporting events. So, step in the right direction? Yes! Um, that's kind of something like I was going along with saying, like, just start making these people show vaccinations. If you want to go to a bar and get a beer, you got to show vaccine. It's these places that are optional like that, bars, sporting events, gyms. Nobody's got to go to any of those places for any reason. Don't have to, unless you work there. So I don't understand why we can't just require proof of vaccinations for these optional kind of places. Do you see what I'm saying a little here? Yeah, I mean, we went to a few venues where, you know, you had to show your... your vaccine card to get into that to that concert but it's definitely not yeah but okay like even on that though i'll say (laughs) yeah okay you have to show your vaccine before you go in but you're standing in the thing mingling before you even go in so i mean you know what i mean it's just like i don't know there's like got to be better way to do this where we can kind of figure out who is vaccinated for real and who's not so we can the people that are can just kind of get on with it. And it's not just so we can get on with it, so we can get spending people. We need to get this economy going for real. Yeah, I mean, that's the, that's the big thing is getting people to work, mm-hmm. uh, getting people to spend money to support you know, local and small businesses, um, get the, the engine of this country moving again. But there's so many industries that aren't really um, moving at full speed. They, like Delta Airlines just dropped like five to ten more routes. All the event industries, like stuff kind of started but remember i told you it was like it kind of started a couple months ago and then it kind of fell yeah. off because they saw you, this you made, coming you made a good point too. like why are you gonna why are you gonna invest so much money and manpower into mm-hmm. you know coming to to vegas for a convention yes if you're if you have this uncertainty looming over right. you it could just get canceled and yeah, i'm so sure insurance providers are they don't want to insure these kind of events and things like that where there's you know this possibility for these kinds of spread and all, which I get, it makes complete sense. Which is which is kind of important because uh, the new hotel and casino here, Resorts World, mm-hmm. which is literally pretty adjacent to the convention center, isn't getting as much foot traffic because there's not uh, a numerous amount of conventions coming to Vegas like there should be. No, and I mean, that stops so much. Like other industry, like the marketing people, spokesmodels, food vendors, just all of that. You never see people walk around with little badges anymore. Remember we did for like yeah, a week? And it, and it was noticeable. That like, <laughs> yeah. oh, hey, and then it, that was it. That was yeah. it. Like, it was just completely it. Um, I don't know. Well, since we're talking about Vegas, we want to do some Vegas news? Love, love Vegas news. All right, let's do... I moved some things around on this board. Are, and, we, are we reformatted? Well, I not completely. Well, the new computer is here. But that's just going to be, oh, that's going to be a hassle. Um, so I'm waiting for, after this show, this will be the last show on the old MacBook Air that has been so trusty. Oh, such a nice trusty. It has. so good. You know, I can so say, good. I can say, like, this thing has been great. You know, Apple laptops, they may, like, stop and, you know, need to be refreshed, but they continue to go. This thing They're, they're reliable little beasts. You know, this I'm thing like, is, I'm excited to see what this new oh, yeah. M1 chip uh macbook and do we're about to have video we're gonna have a whole video show there'll be a youtube version of this show it'll be great you'll like it i promise (laughs) all right well let's get some local las vegas news right here on the dr ever project and we will be right back with that Are you familiar with a high school here called Bishop Gorman High? It's I don't think it's public, so you might not be familiar with it. Well, um, apparently it's a private school. They have, uh, I guess, a decent football team. And um, this kid, Jonathan... Oh, sorry. It's Jonathan Bradley Sr., so I guess he's a junior. Yeah, because I read his name earlier. Yeah, Jonathan Bradley. Looks like he's got a full-ride scholarship, Jesse. Oh, does it say to what you mentioned? I hasn't said quite sure where yet. It doesn't say, but... um. I thought it was interesting because his family moved here from Southeast LA, you know, okay. you're, you're from LA. Um, his cousin was actually shot and killed and they didn't really get into it too much, but um, the father decided, hey, you know, we're going to move here. He worked graveyard shifts at UNLV. 
um, and did everything he could so he could pay the, I want to say it was like $14,000 in tuition or something like that. Yes, tuition cost the family $14,000 a year. And um, the, um, Bradley Sr., Brad, sorry, Braddy Sr., said he had to work multiple jobs and pay that. But, you know, it all paid off right here when his kid uh, got a full ride. I think I have a clip. I know I do. Let's play it over here on this system and see what happens. Let's see. Here we go. Brady in October. He grew up in a rough south, south central LA neighborhood near Compton. His family picked up, moved to Vegas, and sacrificed a lot for his football career. Well, now he's repaying them with a full ride to college. From training from a little kid on up to 18, it's been a lot. You know, it took a lot, a lot of gas money, my mom likes to say. Just a lot of money, period. And I just, um, I'm very excited I could take that weight off their shoulders. On Tuesday, Jonathan Brady, a Bishop Gorman High School football player, announced he's signing with New Mexico State. They were one of four universities offering the senior a full-ride scholarship. He thanked his coaches, teammates, and his parents. The early mornings, we have to come to Gorman. The late nights, we have to leave them picking me up and um, just everything. And I just wanted to um, repay them by getting that full scholarship. Now they have to worry about nothing in college. Everything's paid for. Brady's football career started when he was six, playing for Snoop Dogg's Youth Flag Football League. Oh, Brady's that's cool. father moved the entire family from South Central L.A. to Vegas after Brady's cousin was murdered. Just to give him an opportunity. That's a good story. I love that one. Nita has like a little L.A. connection, you know? Yeah, like I mean, so there's, many there's people, I mean, this is a place, like we've said, that you can move to and you can kind of like... Do something on your own, like kind of figure out what's good for you. And I mean, there's your there's a lot like, to say about um, a parent that's you know saw their kid possibly going in the wrong direction and yeah. like literally changing course, not giving them that option. To do what you got to do, way. and busting their ass with you know another job because they're almost paying for university type tuition for him to go to high school. What you said, fourteen thousand a year for private yeah. school. That's I mean, that's said. that's a lot that's of a lot state of damn money. schools. Oh yeah, it is. that much money or ridiculous. Even, you know, universities. So I mean, they made that that initial sacrifice to pay for for that right away, and you know, it just turned out to be one of those things where hey, now you don't have to pay for college, and so it's kind of a cool little story. More, I mean, every kid can't get a, get a scholarship, but no, more could, more kids like we said. Remember, I think just a show or two ago, we were talking about like opportunity but you don't every kid doesn't even have the opportunity to go and play sports because they might have to be working to help their parents pay for the rent or babysit their kid sister kid sister kid brother so they can't participate in those after school activities so when when we like to say that every child has an even opportunity it's just not it's just not true and it's not um but we you know it's good to try to move forward and do the best you can but that's just reality sometimes people we want to coat it all nice and make it look all pretty and think everybody's the same but they're just not but we'll be right back because something just happened apparently in northern california and i'm asked jesse if he knows what it is this is the dr ever project grab your emotional support animal and get ready for a dose of reality. You're stuck on KBUT, the bus. This is Dr. Whoever. When you gotta go, you gotta go. But we will be right back. Remember to always wipe and wash those hands. Doctor's orders. This is KBUT, the bus. What up, world? It's your boy. Um, did you know there was an earthquake apparently just happened? No. This says, says 6.2 magnitude earthquake shakes Northern California. Updated on 127, like an hour ago. Really? What this says? Uh, 6.2 earthquake off the coast of Northern California rattled a wide swath of the state shortly after noon local time, according to data from the U.S. Geological Survey. Um... I don't know the name of this place. Uh, was felt is okay. So it had to be somewhere near. So it was near San Francisco and Chino, Chico, C H I C O, right? Chico. Chico. Yeah. It was felt there, but I guess it must have been in a not very inhabited area. That's why we didn't hear about it. 
Oh, it's in Humboldt County. Oh, okay. Okay, yeah, that's really northern California. Um, yeah, just first time I'm hearing about it. Um, and it also says, from what I'm able to see, is that they're not expecting any tsunami warnings since it's like literally right on the coast of uh, California. Well, that's good. Interesting. Hmm, that is interesting. All right, well... I just want to throw that out there, but we can go back to local Las Vegas news. We had quite a few things we want to talk about. I want to get back to that, so oh, we'll go back to that. Double Las Vegas. Oh, we got like triple Las Vegas news. Okay. The first story I definitely want to talk about is this uh, principal here at local Las Vegas, Abog. I think it's Gwendolyn Woodley Elementary School, and I'm pretty sure I talked. I was talking to a kindergarten teacher that works at that school not too uh, not too long ago, actually, at an event. Um, this principal Jesse, he's putting on the vacuum backpack and vacuuming the schools. He's serving in the cafeteria. He's cleaning. He's doing like. Um, counseling for these kids. Apparently all these massive uh, shortages, the principal just had to kind of pick up and be like, I'm going to do everything. I'm going to kind of, you know, I'm going to do as much as I can just to kind of like fill these shortages here so we can get as much back to normal as I can. Um, He said, if I'm expecting everyone to do the teaching and the vacuuming and the kitchen and this is that, then I should be able to do it myself. That's what he said. Um, The school of roughly 600 students is short, is currently dealing with a vacancy of almost 17% of its staff, so that is no good. Wow. Um, and I applied to be a substitute teacher, and they never got back to me, so <laughs> I tried. Another Las Vegas news, uh, looks like Vegas is going to be the home of the Super Bowl, Jesse, for 2022, yeah, 20, right? 2024. 2024, my bad. Yeah, I yeah. say that. So that's four years away, I mean, kind of, I guess. You know, well, three I mean, years we're, away. we're right around the corner for 2022. Yeah, that's true. So. That is true. I mean, it'll be here before you know it, because they always like they have to do so much work for it, right? It's brand new anyway, but I guess they'll want to make it all like Super Bowl special, right? And then what they yeah, do? Yeah, it's it's a lot of planning that goes into uh, the Super Bowl and the venues and the infrastructure has to be taken into account for this. It's you know the biggest sporting event uh, in the country, so yeah. big, big, big ups to uh, all the city council members in Las Vegas for getting that done. Yeah, that'll be fun. That'll definitely pick up the tourism that we maybe were lacking during the, you know, pandemic and everything because all those tourists come here and pay our taxes. We don't pay no state income taxes here. No, no, we don't, people. Sure don't. One of the benefits of being uh, a local here in Nevada. Uh, Other Las Vegas news, the Mirage has been currently bought by... Who is it? Hard Rock, you know. Hard Rock Hotel. Yeah, so, but what, um, what is the... I, I know oh, the Hard Rock, but what is... So, is it Seminole? Let me make sure I know. Yeah. I know there's so, Is it the so Seminole it's, So, which is interesting news. So, the, the Mirage has been a staple on this trip for a long time. I want to say 1989. And Hard Rock Hotel and Casino, which is owned by, uh, I think, a Seminole tribe of Florida, I believe, purchased... Yes. The, the Mirage and is building good glass guitar like they have in Miami yep. on the strip here in Las Vegas. It's it's going to take them some time. I think there's still a few questions whether or not the volcano that is is this everything everybody knows the Mirage for this volcano show that happens every hour, which I, is one of my favorites. Honestly, I I, I think I've tried to drag you there a few times just to go see it because it's kind of. It's really impressive to see. Oh yeah, so, I like it. It's like, and, and if you're cold, you get a little warm. Yeah, you know? so I'm kind of curious to see if like any component of the Mirage, you know, stays around, or if they just completely gutted. Well, and this article actually says for the first three years, MGM Resorts is only licensing the licensing the name Mirage to Hard Rock royalty free. Oh, okay, so that's probably and they part plan of the deal. to keep. 3,500 staff on board. Which is great. Great. Um, my biggest thing for for that is what is it going to look like? Yeah. I what think is, it'll take a while to get it built, right? The guitar, yeah, because I mean, be that's, like a a huge, that's going to be a huge project. On and the they're trip. working on the Caesar too right yeah, now? Yeah, I was just going to say that. Currently yeah. we have the Caesars doing so maybe a little, little facelift you know? um, right next door. So we'll see what happens with that. I'm kind of I'm kind of excited to see a big property on like the main part of the strip. 
that everybody can go see and check out? It's the, uh, I mean, what the, the most recent one was Resorts World, but um, I don't know, that doesn't seem to have gotten, I don't know, that doesn't seem to have gotten the traction that they, I feel like they wanted it to have. Yeah, to know? be honest with you, I I expected a little bit more from Resorts World. I like the pool, like, it was great, I enjoyed The pool that. was great, if you're staying there, there's plenty of things to do, but if you're not staying there, it's it's a fairly standard hotel in in terms of like the casino floor there's restaurants there's things to and do. it's difficult to get there and, and like when i was there with stephanie and them it was difficult to get there and like go other places and that's one of the biggest you know complaints that people have is putting stuff you know further down the strip is is it convenient for people staying at other locations to go yeah. frequented? Like, and you need to know that there's other cool things down there, the other side, like the art yeah. district, and so you, because you could kind of like be like, oh, I want to be on that side of town because I want to do the art district, and I want to go to the whatever places that are down there, and like yeah. Container Park, and those kind of different things. Yeah. Like, there's some of the gay bars down there and all, but. If you don't know that's there, you just are kind of like, oh, I'm over here and there's nothing here but a bunch of construction. Yeah. So I think as it gets finished. And my, my question for a few people that visit from California is like, are you seeing commercials about Resorts World or anything like that? Most people hadn't heard of Resorts World, so I don't know if that's a huge marketing issue or advertising issue on their part, but I mean, when some of these other hotels opened, everybody was talking about it and everybody was excited to go to it, um, but I, I just don't feel like there's a hype for that hotel. I don't either. It's kind of weird, but Even I, mean, they got I enjoyed the pool. Day. Yeah, I really enjoyed the pool, so I hope it kind of stays like it is. It was nice and relaxing. It wasn't super crowded. Yeah. <laughs> what else we got? I got some, uh, I got a kind of interesting list. I don't know. It's like weird Christmas stuff from like weird Christmas traditions from like different places. You know, like that one movie, um, you know that one movie, Crumpus, where it like they have the Santa's enforcers. It's like the evil Santa. Do you even know what I'm talking about? I have no clue. Uh, as I said, this is you're not going to enjoy this list at all. Then, hey, so. to whoever is like a Christmas movie connoisseur, seen everything, knows everything, animated, you know, comedy, drama, um, <sighs> but does not like Christmas. No, not the day itself or the lead up to it. I like when it's over, and I like the peacefulness of watching a Christmas movie when everybody else is silent and asleep. <laughs> your emotional support animal and get ready for a dose of reality. You're stuck on KBUT. The butt. This is Dr. Whoever. When you gotta go, you gotta go. But we will be right back. Remember to always wipe and wash those hands. Doctor's orders. This is KBUT. The butt. Do you remember a while back when there was that the Tour de France was going on and there was a lady that had a sign and she knocked one of the bicyclists over and it caused like this major pileup, Jesse? Oh, yeah, I remember <laughs> seeing that. Well I guess she's back in the news because the cases I guess come to a close. And she actually had to pay a fine of a hundred, sorry, it's got a comma in it so it looks strange, but it's 1,200 euros, about $1,350. Um, it's like a ceremonial fine is what they're calling it. Um, I mean, it was, I mean, the embarrassment enough, my God, like how would you ever live that down? I would never, you have to move, right? Like you'd have to move somewhere because people here in America, they don't know who you are, you know? I don't even know. Yeah, I, I mean, want to say she was like Australian or something like that. If I'm being completely honest. Oh, but she, but she lives in Europe. Yeah, she, she attracts. Well, I mean, no matter where you live, you know, you just move somewhere else. Yeah, I feel like the the Tour de France has uh, some type of reach in certain regions, and I don't know. It's definitely not here in the states. Um, so yeah, <laughs> yeah. I remember because after the incident, the woman was not able to be located for several days with the suspicions that she had fled France. I'd have been gone too. Oh, I think she was from Germany. Yes, she was German. That's right. Yes, I think that's what it was. Oh. Mm. I mean, I Embarrassing, Jesse. I feel the bad. At least the fines aren't too bad. I mean, com and compared to like the damage it caused to the race, it's, that's no, not, that's no, not, not bad. too bad. It's like it's like really like going in the end zone and like messing up a pass in the Super Bowl so 
<laughs> I feel like you get more more of a fine for that. That's true. Well, I got some um, I got some weed news for you, Jesse. Okay. All right, let's get into that right now. We'll see what we got. Uh, I think the story could be somewhat interesting. Um, we'll be right back with some weed news on the Doctor Ever Project. KBUT, the Butt, New Las Vegas Radio. Get ready to feel something. You're listening to Doctor Whoever. Boom. Well, since the marijuana is legal here in Nevada, what is it, Colorado, Nevada, California? I mean, just the ones around here, at least. Um, you know, brownies or popular gummies, you know. You don't partake very often, Jesse. You're not into that. But, you know, pe- yeah. people like to do that and all. But yeah. um, It's legal. Why not? Yeah, why not? You know, and, and sometimes when things become legal, you know, like, you know, they have the fee- food competitions where people see how many hot dogs they can eat or whatever. Yeah. Um, well, in this case, these people decided they were going to see just how much weed they could put into a brownie, Jesse. Oh, jeez. <laughs> hopefully they're not all, like... Downing brownies, I No, I don't know. You mean, um, we have, uh, the result, though, is an 850-pound cannabis brownie, and it just broke a world record. Um, these people are all happy, smiling around all these white... Sure they are smiling. These white, hippie-looking people all smiling around this brownie, happy as you can be. I love it. <laughs> well, I mean, it's, you can buy concentrated amounts of THC, so, I mean, I can just imagine how much... Mm. Weed is in that. <laughs> Alright, let's um let's take a let's take a hard break and we'll come back and we'll talk about some a little bit more serious. I do want to talk about two somewhat serious stories. We might break them up because I don't want to be too much of a downer, but we'll be right back. This is the Dr. Ever Project. lesson to be learned from that is 98% of success is showing up. Showing up. Yeah, showing up sometimes is just the key because I didn't even know what we were going to talk about today, but um, I was up here doing some stuff and Jesse was free, so, you know, why not do a show, right, Jesse? Absolutely. And uh, the beauty of having, you know, something prepared all the time with the internet and my lovely flipboard over here is, um, you know, I had to talk about uh, Kim Potter, the uh, the police officer that um, shot that Dante Wright gentleman, the 19-year-old kid in, how was that? That was Minnesota, right? I feel like everything They have had the worst, I know, I want to be like, Minnesota and like Wisconsin, it's just, they just can't get a break, but um, in this case, a, a female officer pulled a gun instead of a taser and shot this kid, 19 years old. Uh, he was pulled over basically because of an air freshener and expired tags. Um, but during the trial, it was revealed that he would not ever have been pulled over, period, unless the simple fact that this woman was training a younger, more inexperienced officer, and they are supposed to make like touch points, basically, like you know, with different kinds of people throughout the day. So this kid was just like a box for them to check. Like, oh yeah, let's pull over that black kid with the air freshener. Oh yeah, he's got expired tag. Oh yeah, it gives us more reason. And it made me kind of like, I wrote it on Facebook. I mean, are these are these kids and your kids and these people, are they just traffic cones and, uh, you know, crash test dummies for these people to practice their little skills on? Um, you know, this officer, she said she didn't mean to. I'm sure she didn't mean to. Um, because in the video after, you can clearly hear her say, I'm gonna go to prison! And she's like screaming and frantically being a crazy person. Like, she does not like, look like anyone that should ever have had a gun or be a police officer. Like, it's like my mother, you know, how my mother acts when something crazy would happen. Like, just such disarray. And I know you did just shoot someone, but I mean, I don't know. Like, if that's how you acted, then should you have ever had a gun in the first place is my, I guess, my two questions. And then, Second is, are these kids just practice for them? You know, I mean, the, the whole situation is shitty. But, I mean, I feel like after... These cops should be going through extensive amounts of training. They do. And, I, and I know the job is hard. Yeah, I mean, my, my cousin is LAPD. And, yeah, I mean, they put their lives on the line all the time. But in the same 
disregard that they put our lives on the line at the same time. That's right. And, you know, for a traffic stop, this is, you know, a minor, minor offense, you know, air freshener in the rearview mirror and the kid ended up getting shot. I mean, I feel like an officer, in my opinion, should know the weight of a taser and the weight of a gun. And if you don't, there's something wrong with the department not training properly and that should have been rectified. And also, after the officer did end up shooting this young kid, she didn't even attempt to provide any type of medical aid, call some first, first responders to, to try and rectify the situation. She was sure, worried about herself. Yeah, to make sure this kid lives, because, you know what I mean, his life matters, and if it was your kid, wouldn't you want someone to, you know, stop the bleeding, call, call a paramedic? Call. I know there's a lot more officers on the scene, but... I mean, that would be, you know, hopefully everybody's first response, not to worry about, you know, I'm going to prison or, you know, I, I messed up. Yeah, granted, you messed up, but at least act in the situation that you've created and try and help this poor kid that you just shot. Um, I totally agree. So, I mean, that's and, what, that's... and, and every and every part of sad. like every part of a human being doesn't want another human being to of course she go didn't. through that situation. If, it, like, if it's and be only on because she doesn't want to but, go to prison, right? Yeah, yeah. but I but, mean, but it's not same, like she wanted this to but happen. At the same time, is like that kid is his, he's dead. His know? mother, his, his, his father his, was in the. I think he had a kid with the passenger seat. I mean, there's many lives affected because of this action. And so ultimately, and really though, ultimately though, it boiled down to an air freshener. That's the thing that I think is so trivial. Like your life is so trivial that an air freshener is what. Okay, let's just pull him over just because that's another number. That's another check on a box, so we can get into our little black and blue car and say, "Oh, yep, good job, good job. We got another one today. Good job, well, Charlie." Because that worries but me. Got so another one. That worries me. Like if. It was only, I feel like it was only a matter of time to where she would have been in a situation where she needed to use a taser right. and someone would have got shot. You know what I mean? Because obviously there was no desertion to whether or not, you know, the weight was different or which hand grabs what hand, you know, which object. So, I mean, there's obviously some skill or some type of training that... No, was, yeah, they showed it during the court case. She had just had it recently, and they have to have it all the time, and she even signed off on it, that she took the training. And But like it's, I told you, though, but, but Jesse, you know, they're giggling, and they're having fun. Here's one related to, like, everybody... If you're an officer, I would hope... I would hope you would have so much training to where you would know where your gun's at. Pretty And similar to the fashion to where when you're driving and there's something panic, panic happens, you need to step on your brake, that you would be able to just step on your brake like you do when you're driving and not step on the gas and further cause an accident. That's what I would yep. hope the training would be when, when you're when you're trying to discern a gun from a taser. And she kept saying she was nervous and she said she looked over at the other guy and had a look of fear. Okay, if you're police officers, and there's like three of you there, or even two of you there, you have guns, you obviously used one, if you are that scared of a little kid and his little teeny tiny girlfriend, then sitting in a car, while you have all this other stuff, then you do not need to be a police officer and definitely don't need to have a gun. I'm sorry, that's just fact right there. Case closed. Because you should not be that fearful. In that kind of a situation, that's part of the problem. Like, and she's using that as like an excuse. Oh, do we have a delivery? 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 Let's see. What is it? I love looking at the camera. Uh, we were getting a little heated in that one anyway. Oh, what is that? It's a white, very strange looking delivery truck. You see this? I do see that. What the fuck is that? Oh, some kind of meals were dropped off. Oh. To us? I assume so. But anyways, yeah, back Never to seen the whole situation, it's, um, it's, 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 it's unfortunate, but it's more unfortunate for the kid and the family that, oh, yeah. that lost this person. Well, family. I also feel bad for this woman's children and her family because now her kid's life will never be the same again. And, you know, the grandchildren that she could have hung out with, and even if she gets off, this is going to hang over her head forever. I mean... Yeah. She'll never have a normal life again, and, e and you even know, if she and, gets out. And you know, and I and I try like really hard to kind of like see from like an officer's position, 
No, me too. Um, me too. I really do because I I appreciate what they do. They keep communities safe at times, and you know what I mean, and their they, their lives are on the line a lot of times. But in this but, case, but they this, were not. But at the same, yeah. But at the same time, you shouldn't be that high of a level. Yeah, but in, at the same, in, in, in this kind of a yeah, chill situation. That's what I mean. But at the same time, like my life is important too. Your right. life is important too. And if and if I'm getting pulled over, I want someone that's competent enough to not kill me for a minor infraction. And, and I wonder and how many other issue. times did something like this happen and it wasn't caught on body camera and it didn't get yeah. the attention and they were able to just make up something like, oh yeah, he did this or oh, he did that and oh, it was okay. You know, and maybe she will you know, get someone, off. Someone, I don't even know. Like, yeah. I don't I like, know. I, 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 want, I want to like pose like a question or like some theoretical kind of situation is that someone put to me is like, well, you know, we have standards for doctors that perform surgeries mm-hmm. and there's, there's a such thing as malpractice. Yes, there is. And you mean, it's for a reason because, you know, if a doctor commits malpractice or does something wrong, you're, you're penalizing them because you're trying to protect the life of the next person so they don't get put in that same situation with that same doctor and that lose their exactly life. That's right. So I kind of feel like there's other industries where, you know, there's a lot of risk involved. They do amazing work. Their work is highly important to the community. But at the same time, there's accountability for doctors. So, I mean, the same can be said for, for an officer as well. I mean, you can appreciate you can appreciate an officer, but it's still t- at the same time, there should be a, expect accountability. I, I agree. You know what I mean? I totally get you. I, 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 I mean, I don't want to keep going on on it, but it's like... It just almost makes you nervous that like these are the people that are out there supposedly protecting you and they're just everyday people just like my mom and your mom but they throw on a suit and they think they're bad boys and then they go out there and do these trainings where they're just playing with their toys and not taking it seriously and then things like this happen and it got attention and it was seen maybe for the first time and how many times things like this happen and I don't know if she should go to jail, but the problem is there's there's really only two industries in the world, and or in our country at least, that are protected. I wouldn't say industry, but a career, I guess, would be one, and then the other one is industry. So police, you can't sue police departments, you can't really sue police, they're all protected, they hardly ever get fired, and you know what the industry is? It's related. What are they? What did she get shoot with? A gun, gun and in, gun industry. The gun industry is protected from lawsuits as well. The only industry in the country. I heard it two days ago, and I looked it up. That that's something else. That I'd, if people knew these things, they would be more angry. Uh, the gun, the gun industry is somehow uh, shielded from liabilities, Jesse. That's Just like police officers yeah. are. But all right, I don't want to talk about that all day. I guess unless you got something else to add. No, no. Let's, let's I want to talk about the truck driver thing and that, but I don't want to talk about it right now. Let's get some food news and maybe we'll talk about that after. Okay. All right, we got some food news on Doctor Trevor. Healthy is hard, especially right now around the holidays. But McDonald's has got something new. But mm, I'm saying nasty. I don't know. You might like it. <laughs> oh boy, 3 a.m. Another beautiful day, Krusty Krab. <laughs> Another day servicing the masses. Alright, so the Mick plant, Jesse. The Mick plant. So I guess this is like a spin on like a Big Mac or whatever, but it's a plant burger. Uh, McDonald's, I guess, is testing them. And they're thinking about expanding the meatless option to all of their 13,600 locations nationwide in the U.S. Um, I know you're not like afraid to try like things like this. And you did you you tried the Impossible Burger, right? Yeah, I couldn't tell a difference, honestly. This is apparently made with Beyond Meat, so it's the competition, I think, to Impossible Meat, maybe. So, um. I guess it's going to be a limited time thing. So maybe that's what this is. They tried to like... This is like the competition to that. I just... I don't know, man. If I'm going to eat a cheeseburger, I'll just eat a real cheeseburger. You know what I mean? Like, what kind of chemicals and crap and weird dyes and fillers do they have to put in here to make it taste and have a texture of a burger? I might the as well same just... chemicals and dyes that they put in that regular burger to make no, it No, they like don't. Because it's a cow, Jesse. It's like my <laughs> jacket I was wearing last night. It smells like a cow. It's a cow. A burger is a cow. I mean... 
I just don't... I mean, I'd try it, but I wouldn't go out of my way to try one, I guess. Like, one day when we've ruined the planet and, you know, we can't have cows anymore, we have to eat this lab-tested oh, yeah, let's, let's meat, wait, you know. Let's wait for then. Yeah, I'll eat it then, you know. <laughs> I'm uh, glad you're uh, so proactive. Yeah, you know, you know, you know, whatever. Well, speaking about weather and everything... What up, world? It's your boy. Just one of the guys down here. Well, I could be more specific. Uh, I'm a human. And I uh, just wanted to, you know, for the sake of all of us earthlings out there, just wanted to say, we love the earth. The weather has been frigid here, hasn't it, Mr. Oh my Jesse? God, it's cold. In the Las Vegas Valley. We're kind of in the mountains of the Las Vegas Valley. Yeah, actually, remind me, I have to go pick up the, that little cover for the outdoor oh, park yeah, at Home right. Depot. Yeah, I can pick that up today. Yeah, the, it's, it's 52 right now, but the low 30. Yeah, I, I've heard a few people say this year, like, I didn't realize that Vegas got this cold. And I kind of had an idea because we visited here in the wintertime before. But, I mean, we've been doing, like, we've, there's been a few events that have been outside. Even though there's, like, fire, it doesn't really help. That and, fire you know, last night was not big enough for yeah, many people. Maybe it's <laughs> burn the house down to stay warm. Um, yeah, but, I mean, it gets really cold around here. Yeah. I, mean, I, got my little, I got my TV I mean, on behind me. Yeah, you got this I got, fake fire. I got my fake like fireplace on my TV me. behind me. Yeah, but it is it is the desert. It gets extremely cold and it gets extremely hot. But I mean, it's like two months like of extreme cold and extreme heat. Yeah, and then it gets nice. Yeah, but I, but I'm assuming that people in the East Coast will be like, oh, 30 degrees, it's warm. But I mean, for, no, for 30 us, degrees is cold. It is cold. <laughs> 30 degrees is still cold. I, but, I mean, I, I, I think they I got just, some snow even too up in the mountains. Um, in like Mount Charleston, they even had snow. Um, at the airport, they said they tracked almost a half inch of rain, so, which is just unusual for this area, you know? Yeah, yeah. I, I just bought a jacket and I bought another jacket. <laughs> this we both had to buy jackets. Bought in some more, some more I opened up my Christmas present warm. early so I could go to that party last night. <laughs> it's not that I don't have jackets, but it was just like, I don't know. It was just like, I don't know. I wanted it. Well, uh, people visiting Mount Charleston, they had a little treat with some dusting of snow this past week, Jesse. We can see it from um, yeah, our balcony, it. and when we, you know, when we drive out, we see uh, the mountains on the top. Um, it's nice just to kind of be able to have a little taste of winter if you want I to. Can, I kind of feel like Mount Charleston is like this gem of in close proximity to Vegas. That's absolutely beautiful. I kind of compare it to like. I don't want to say it looks like Yosemite because Yosemite is like just absolutely stunning, but it's it's pretty remarkable and beautiful and like the the mountains and the trees and like the trails. It's really nice and you wouldn't expect to find it, you know, so close to, to Vegas. And it's one of those places when it's 110 degrees in Vegas, it's like 80 over there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And and it's weird because it's only you know 30 40 minutes away. What's so it's so high? Yeah, it's so high. Yeah. The elevation so high. And all the trees. It's it's just like a it's like going to a ski resort. It's yeah, really it's nice. absolutely beautiful. Well, I got another story I want to get your opinion on, Jesse. So we'll be right back. Let's get into some, um, I don't know, it's not really world in politics, but I guess it kind of is, you know? You take it what you will on this one. This is the Dr. Ever Project. We'll be right back. Well, this story, according to CNN, um, I found it very interesting, Jesse. It's a, got a, kind of a little bit of a real estate story, a little bit of a real estate twist over here. Um, this African-American couple in Northern California, they spent years renovating their beautiful home, um, and they had it scheduled for appraise. You know, like we had to have our house appraised recently just to, just to see what the increase was in value since we moved in because of yeah, everything. Pretty, you know. pretty normal thing for people. Yeah, it's normal to do. Um, so... They worked with the um, you know appraiser and they expected a certain number, um, like over the phone, like remotely. Uh, and then when they came out, the appraisal that they got, like the number, was very low compared to what they expected. So they uh, had a second appraiser done, and they had their white friend show off the house, Jesse, instead of them, and it was appraised at quite a bit higher. How much higher? 
let's see, the new appraiser of their home in, was more than $1.4 million and nearly half a million dollars higher than the previous estimate, they said. Wow. So almost half a million dollars higher with the white person showing the home to the real estate person versus the black family who actually lived there. Interesting. You know, I mean, I assume this is a real story. They're, you know, um, yeah, I did, they, they I did told hear about CNN. It. I've seen it on, on national news coverage. Um, but that, that just, I think this is kind of like one of those stories when, when you kind of say, well, well, if a person's racist, like, well, how does that really affect me? How does that, you know, affect my everyday life? This is one of those situations where you can kind of see, like, how having someone that, you know, is, is racist or sees, you know, someone that, that's black, African-American in a, in a lesser of a light mm-hmm. ha- can economically affect their, their livelihood. By, that's five hundred thousand dollars is a lot of money. It's a lot of money. I mean, even if it was five thousand dollars, that's still that's still five thousand dollars. You know what I mean? But it's 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 crazy that we're still living in a time to where people would would take away something that someone has worked obviously so hard for to to earn. They've earned that that home and the remodels they did to get to get it where they want to be. And it's it sucks that we're still living in a society where people treat people. As, as less than what they are. Just and I almost wonder if they cold. don't even think about it. Is it some kind of bias? Like, I mean, is there a box on there you check and it subtracts half a million dollars when it's a black family? Like, I just don't understand how that even happens, I guess, too. I mean, that there's it's historical to where, you know, black communities were, were devalued and certain communities were not giving loans because, you know, it was considered a predominant African-American community. So there's a history of this within our country, but it's just unfortunate that people are still going through these types of situations. And I think we jo- even joked around it, like, I would have you show the house if we're, we're getting it appraised, you know, because we don't want to be in that situation. But... Like that time when how, you walked into that... how fucked up is that? You know I mean? To like where, the time when you walked to that model home over in Henderson and that blonde white lady uh, wasn't very nice to you and I walked in and she jumped right up. Yeah, I mean, there's, yeah, that was, I think that was the only situation I dealt with when we were looking for homes yeah, to where... just one. I, I felt a bias to where they, they looked at me like I couldn't afford the home I was looking mm-hmm. at. And it was, and it was just noticeable, you know what I mean? And what does that really mean? Is like, should I not buy the home because, you know, the salesperson who, you know, doesn't represent the company, who probably can't afford the house herself because she's making minimum wage, feels <laughs> like they can treat someone that it's doesn't a Jesse look in your like face. them. Yeah, someone that doesn't look like them to to treat them differently, and it's yeah, I don't know. it's it's a really messy situation. And I, and I can say for like, I've I've worked on the Tom Steyer campaign, who's he's he's a billionaire, but doesn't dress like a billionaire. I mean, doesn't carry himself like an affluent person. Mm-hmm. So you never know what a person's worth is, but you judging a person on their skin tone is is, is not cool. I mean, we, we should have moved way past that already. And people who have worked hard enough to be in a position to where they're buying a home or you know refinancing and getting their home appraised deserve to be treated fairly yeah. and with respect. You know what I mean, because like, this is their livelihood. Who knows what they need that money for? That could be for their kids, you know, to go to college, or their grandkids to go to college. First, you can lose your buy license a small for that. business, a real estate person or whatever. Yeah, too, you know. Mm. Not good indeed. Well, I got a story I think you're going to find pretty funny, Jesse. So we're going to get right into that here. I don't want to take too long. Um, you're talking about people that have way too much money, and I think uh, this person does. One million, two million, three million, four! Look, my bitch is all bad, my nigga's all real. All right, so um, this Capitol rioter, Jesse, who flew to Washington, D.C. on a private jet, she's preparing for 60 days in the slammer by learning prison slang and meeting with consultants. I think that's going to go for her. I mean, 60 days is, is pretty minimal. So, um, Jenna Ryan was sentenced to uh, 60 days in a Texas prison after pleading guilty to uh, a single federal misdemeanor charge for the uh, Capitol riot issue or whatever. But um, I guess she's hired she's hired consultants to kind of get her through the prison. She says, I've been doing a lot of reading and researching lately. I know... Uh, the general rules are you don't talk about anybody, you watch out for yourself, you watch out who you talk to, you don't ask anybody for anything. It's just a totally different world, everybody says. She added, but since I'm also a life coach, I can imagine that I'll end up making some pretty genuine connections while I'm there. Well, we'll see what happens with that. 
I mean, it's a it's a pretty optimistic way to, to see things, but it, my my biggest concern is that um, sixty days seems pretty minimal for trying to overthrow our democracy. Right, I know, right. So I mean, yeah. that's my biggest issue I have. Um, for anybody that that doesn't see January sixth as this, this coming up on really, the anniversary, yeah. I mean, this is literally people try to overthrow the United States government to stop a free election in in a democracy. It's it's crazy, and I have I had friends working there in D.C. that you know had to go shelter themselves in place, and you know didn't know whether or not they're going to make it home to see their loved ones. It's the whole the whole gravity of that situation where she's just talking about oh I have these consultants or t- teaching me the ins and outs. You know you know what you should be doing is figuring out why you felt that you were in a position to overthrow the United States government, mm-hmm. and what you need to reevaluate your life is like. How did I get in this situation to where I was radicalized so much that I was trying to overthrow a free election that, you know, the people decided? That's the bigger question I think she needs answers for. Boom. I like it. It's always good to hear from Mr. Jesse on the show. So, um, you want to keep going? You want to do one more and then we'll yeah, uh, do our wrap up for the day? One more and wrap it up. All right. Jesse. He'll never say his real name on air, but listen for that accent. He's our Ivy League-educated Latinx political expert and way overqualified for this podcast. Way overqualified. Yes. All right, this is the Dr. Every Project. We're going to get in some LGBTQ plus AILMNOP news, APIBOP, whatever. We're out here. Here we go. This is the Dr. Every Project, LGBTQ news. Yes, queen, yes, queen, yes, queen. Yeah! LGBTQ plus news making headlines. Stand clear. There will be glitter. Like feminine? Are you more like feminine? I can already tell when you open your mouth a rainbow. Free of thought. This is one of my favorite stories I've uh, I've kind of read lately. It's like, uh, this is like about TikTok. So I guess this uh, this guy that was going through like a, a divorce during the COVID time. Um, he realized that he was uh, he realized he was a gay, and he said he uh, realized it because of TikTok, Jesse. What did TikTok do to him? One, two, three o'clock, four o'clock, rock. Five, six, seven o'clock, eight o'clock, rock. Nine, ten, eleven o'clock, twelve o'clock, rock. We're gonna rock around the clock tonight. You know, so we've talked about the fake gay on TikTok where these like straight guys will act gay and do homoerotic kind of things for likes. Um, he noticed he was getting a lot of that on his feed. And he was noticing, it's like, oh, why am I getting all this stuff? And he would be like, oh, I kind of like that. And, oh, I'm liking that. And it's like TikTok knew he liked it before he admitted to himself he liked it. <laughs> it's basically the genesis of the, the story. The algorithm outed him or what? Yeah, the algorithm outed him basically to itself or whatever. I just think that was hilarious. Yeah, it's kind of a funny story and... That's like I said, you know, my I told you I've been doing my social media experiment for years and years and years, Jesse. I just feel like some radical religious people would be like, stay off the TikTok, it makes people gay now, kind of thing. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I told you, Facebook, Instagram, they know, they know I like to look at college age guys in sweatpants. They figured it out. It's some I know they don't know how they figured that out, Jesse, but they figured it out somehow. Yes! Lots of lots of algorithm experimentation. Alright, you want to wrap it up for the day? Let's do it. It's not a broken hip-hop wrap-up today. We have a different kind of genre, but it's it's. I think it works because this style of music is almost the invention of what we kind of have now as hip-hop and like rock and roll and all that. So we'll be right back with that. The broken hip-hop wrap-up right here on the Dr. Rubber Project. Nice. Oh, oh, oh no, I broke my hip. Do you happen to know this song, Jesse, right here? What was that? Do you to know what this song is? I think I heard it. I don't know what it is. Uh, the Beatles song? Close. The monkeys. Yay! Got it! Got it out! Got it out! Yes. The monkeys. So, um, Michael... I'm not sure if it's Neesmith. Like, it's Michael... I think it's Neesmith. 
um, of the Muckies, the singer-songwriter, he just died a couple days ago, dead at the age of 78. So um, R.I.P. to that guy. I, I always loved the Muckies. They had a, I had a kind of a resurgence recently because of that um, Disney Plus show, uh, WandaVision. Yeah. It's like, this was, in one of the first couple episodes, this song was in, um, I thought it was like, I don't know, it's just such a great song. It's just still kind of like, I feel like it's, it's like timeless. It's a classic song. Yeah, it's like, you know, it's timeless. So I was going to do that instead of, uh, you know, talking about a random rapper that, you know, shot somebody or whatever. But since we have one anyway, uh, rapper Slim 400 shot and killed in Inglewood, Inglewood a couple days ago, Jesse. I know you're fairly familiar with Inglewood. Um, this is according to KTLA. Um, let's see. Uh, rapper Slim 400 was shot and killed in Inglewood Wednesday. Uh, let's see. Mm. Uh, Inglewood police officer says they were on patrol on the east side where they heard gunfire. They responded to the area and discovered uh, Slim 400 down on the ground suffering from a gunshot wound. I guess his first name is Koran? Koran? C-O-H-R-I-N? Hmm, interesting. Well, there you go. R.I.P. R.I.P. Slim 400 as well, right Jesse? Yes sir. All right, well, we'll wrap it up for the day. If you stuck it out for the whole show, appreciate it. Uh, follow us on Spotify. Um, what else we on? Apple Music. Apple Music. The iHeart. The Google. <laughs> the Go- Every major What's that platform. What's that one? Stitcher or whatever. Uh, every once in a while, I'll like, randomly Google it, and I'll be like, what the hell is... Like, the new one I saw recently was like... Box cast? Yeah, we're all things we don't cast even know. Cast box? I don't even know what it is, yeah, but hey, follow it, like it, you'll see it everywhere, or everything is always available at doctorwhoever.com. Appreciate it, thanks so much, have a happy holidays, Merry Christmas, Kwanzaa, whatever the hell you like to participate in, I don't care, I'm not even going to participate in it much myself, so happy holidays, we out! Bye! I love you! I'm crazy, but the then they know just right here. Two. And then I'll Stop. give them the peace. I'm out. Warning, This could affect your test results. The six o'clock alarm would never ring. Okay, bye bye. And I ran, wiped the sleep out of my shave